Welcome to the Young Powerhouse Podcast, where powerhouses gather to do great things. So I am excited to be back, guys. It's been uh, really busy lately, and I have been missing you guys. I haven't recorded in a while, um, partly because business has been really, really busy, but also it's been some other things going on in life. But I'm glad to be back. And how we talked about last time, guys, that we need to celebrate our victories. So I wanted to tell you guys that remember how last episode I had a really, really big uh, July, actually. I was a number one agent in my region for that month. Well, I'm excited to say that for the year 2020 in the entire Washington, D.C. metropolitan region, I am actually the number one agent and unit sold for my company in the entire Washington, D.C. metro region. So that's a really, really big accomplishment for me. And again, like I've been saying to you guys to celebrate your victories, I've definitely been celebrating my victory. I am really excited about it. I work hard for this thing. And I've been telling you I was coming for that number one spot, right? So I finally got the number one spot and I don't plan on letting it go. But... No, I'm, I'm glad to be back with you guys. It's It has been a minute, again, because business has been so busy lately. Um, the pandemic has definitely changed business quite a bit. And kind of like we talked about in other episodes where now some of real estate is more virtual, which I think is great. Um, other parts are, you know, people are, it's more demand for houses. I think because people really want to like where they live they want to actually be happy, really happy with where they live. So it's different now in a good way. For us realtors that are actually selling, the market is crazy. I'll give you guys an example. So it's been pretty much all of my lists and sale in less than a week now. And most of them sell for over list price. So I had a few uh, listings that I put up, one that was 380. We ended up selling it for 390, no contingencies, which, doesn't really happen in that price point in a normal market, but because of how the market is now, it sold in, what was it, 36 hours, I think it was. We had like four offers, $10,000 over list price, no contingencies, meaning no seller assistance for closing. Um, the only contingency was just an appraisal just because that was a condition for the loan, but they didn't get an inspection, anything. They took the house as is which is so great for my sellers, a little bit difficult for my buyers, but we still make it, we make it do what it do. We make it work. And as of right now, I'm at $13 million in sales for the year, which is pretty great. Um, The average real estate agent, I think they said, sells maybe about a million a year. I'm right at 13 million for the year and am tracking to do just about 20 million for the year. So Again, guys, I'm, I'm all about celebrating victories, and that's definitely a pretty big victory for me that I'm really, really excited about. So I wanted to just jump straight into the topic, and it's just more so I'll give you guys the backstory of how I came about with the title. It's just simply going after more in life and how to get there. And the thing that really kind of struck me to start talking about this and really kind of hammer it home to you know, all of my powerhouses and really just kind of my friends, anybody that will listen to me is I was a Chadwick Bozeman, a Chadwick Bozeman fan. And 
him dying so early. He was 43 years old and dying from cancer where nobody knew what he was going through. Um, he recorded movies, a lot of movies that I really, really liked. Black Panther, Avengers, the series. Um, he did the James Brown movie. He did quite a few movies that I actually really, really enjoyed. And no one knew what he was going through. No one knew he had cancer. I think even the people that were really close to him in the industry didn't know that he was going through cancer, what he was fighting. And it, a couple of things kind of jumped out at me in hearing what he was going through, seeing what he was going through, and and hearing it, you know, kind of backtracking. And now you see like, oh, wow, that's why he lost all that weight. And that's crazy to me. It, it, a couple of things stood out to me about that. Number one, I saw this on, I think it was Instagram, and, you know, people kind of laugh at it, but it's very true. Like, you need to have people in your circle that you can trust, number one, and that won't go around telling all your business because how amazing is it that his family knew? I'm sure his closest, closest friends knew, but no one leaked anything. No one said anything, and Chadwick Boseman was a really big actor. It's not like he was just some small-time actor. He was really big, um, especially in our culture. And a, a thing I loved about him that I want to more so embrace, too, is if anybody, especially the young black men that listen to me, that follow me on Instagram, um, that follow my story, the things that we hear about ourselves in the media is typically not very good. It's number one, we're lazy. Um, we are kind of no good. We're thugs. Um, we typically don't have any money. We rely on our women for everything. Um, we don't do families. Either we're an athlete or an entertainer. If we want to actually make any real substantial kind of money, we don't have much representation of young black men that are actually making money, doing something positive, number one, and then number two, using their mind instead of their natural God-given abilities as like an athlete or a rapper. Now, I guess you could say a rapper is using his mind because, you know, you have to think of lyrics and things like that. But for me, I love being able to show that you can make hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. The millions is coming soon. I'm not making that yet. But you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year being a real estate agent or doing something that requires you to use your mind. And I feel like there's not enough representation of that. And one thing that I did love about Chadwick, granted, he was an entertainer, but he also used his mind with other things. And he was so positive. And one thing that I loved about him, too, again, because, you know, I was watching an interview of him and they were doing the Black Panther press run. And he was talking about how he was kind of keeping in contact with some kids that were going through childhood cancer. And the fact that he had the wherewithal and really the compassion and the love to stay in contact with these kids that were going through pretty much the same thing he was going through with cancer. And he was at stage four. Who knows what stage they were they were at. But again, and they ended up passing away before the movie came out. And he was so emotional about it. The, the fact that he could think of others before himself, even though they were going through very similar situations to him. I thought it was amazing.
I think he's an amazing person and he should continue to be celebrated. And so that got me thinking, like, I really want to emphasize, and again, this is for anybody, all of my friends, they hear this all the time, and anybody that's really close to me and, and anybody that follows me, I would think hears this all the time too. Like, go after what you want in life, guys. Go after more because there's always more out there. And people's lives, hear me on this, people's lives are literally connected to you going after what you should be going after in life. And the fact that, like, I speak for myself, now, could other people, could people go with another real estate agent and still get their house? Absolutely. I'm not the only real estate agent out there. I'm not the only good real estate agent out there. But I've literally had the fact, I've been able to impact so many people's lives through selling real estate. And this is just my, this is my calling. This is what I've been called to do. That doesn't mean, you know, if you're a school teacher or whatever, um, you can still make impact, but go after more and try to uplift and upreach as many people as you possibly can. I love that in life, there's, there's, never, there's never a ceiling in life. I think too often we think there's a ceiling in our life, but there's never really any ceiling in our life. The only ceiling in our life is what we put on ourselves. Now, granted, you know, I always have to say this too. Like for me, I'm a pretty big basketball player. I still play basketball. Well, of course, pre-COVID, pre-pandemic, I was playing three times a week and I was pretty good. Check, Check my highlights out on my Instagram, on my Instagram. But I was pretty good. And growing up, you know, I, I tell this backstory all the time. So growing up, if someone were to ask me what I would be doing as a 29-year-old, I'd have told them I'm, I'm going to be playing in the NBA. Like, that was my dream. That was what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a professional basketball player because I've been playing basketball since I was, gosh, like, what, six or seven years old. I've been playing pretty much my entire life. And if someone were to ask me, what would you be doing at this time in your life? I would have absolutely told them that I'm going to be a professional basketball player. And when I was getting older and at first I was really short growing up, I was about five, four and I had a growth spurt after my 10th grade year when I grew from five, four, five, five ish to now I'm five eleven, almost six feet tall. And so I grew about seven inches over that summer and I remember um, thinking, like, man, I'm really going to make the NBA now because I'm pretty much six feet tall, so I can make it. But as you get older and you start to see the competition that you're playing, yes, I was pretty good, but I wasn't NBA good. So I started to, you know, kind of wise up. And then I was looking and like, man, what do I really want to do with my life? And, you know, I, I say this in jest or as a joke. But it's very serious, too, where if someone were to ask me what would I, what I would be doing at this point, I, the last thing I would say would be a real estate agent, because growing up, I thought all real estate agents were like old white men. <laughs> like I say that as a joke, but it's very serious. Like, that's what I thought. I thought all of them were like older white men, um, boring. I didn't think you can make a lot of money in it. I just thought they were just kind of riding around showing houses and that's it. Um And it looked like a very boring career to me growing up. But as I started looking around, 
I remember my dad being a part-time real estate agent and him telling me a little bit about the real estate industry, but not too much. I, I think I went to the office with him like one time after school and it seemed super boring. Funny thing is he was a Caldwell banker agent too, which is funny, but I remember it being like super boring in that office. And I remember going there like one time and I never wanted to go back. And it come to find out, I ended up being a real estate agent. So I was looking around like, you know, hey, what do I want to do with my life? I knew that there was three things that I knew whatever career that I had that I gave myself to because the the type of person that I am, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it well. So there were three things that I knew I wanted to do with whatever career or I knew had that I had to have in whatever career. Number one, I had to make impact. I needed to see the visible impact of what I'm doing every day. I couldn't be like a paper pusher or something that I didn't kind of catch my attention or keep my attention because I wanted to make impact, like serious impact in my my clients or whatever I was doing life. I wanted to see visible impact. Number two, um, I knew that I couldn't have anybody tell me how much money I could make. Um, now, this is not to knock anybody with a nine to five. Just hope you guys aren't, aren't hearing that from me. It's not to knock anyone in a nine to five. But just for me personally, I couldn't, I can't, nor could I back then. And I definitely can't now have anybody tell me how much money I can make. I want my income to be commiserate of the amount of work that I put in. So I knew I couldn't have anybody tell me how much money I could make. And then number three, I knew that it had to have time freedom because like for me now, I have a two-year-old, almost three-year-old son, and I have a daughter on the way. And I knew I wanted to be that super involved parent. I knew I wanted to be at PTA meetings. I knew I wanted to be at every, you know, when my daughter starts dancing, hopefully, you know, if she does, she chooses to like every dance recital, every basketball game, every soccer game. I knew I wanted to be at every single thing. I wanted to be super involved. And so I didn't want to have to ask a boss to be able to leave work to go see my child and support. So I knew I, it needed those three things. Impact, I needed to be able to make as much money as I could. Number three, I knew it had to have time freedom. And I was looking around at what I could do, and somehow real estate popped into my mind. And so fast forward six years later, number one agent in the Washington, D.C. metro area for my company, which I know I'm very, very excited about. But all that to say, like, it started with, a burning kind of desire to go after more in life. And the way that I did that was I took risk. Um, I quit a very high, uh, I mean, what most people would consider high salary. I had a six-figure salary. Most people would consider that pretty high. But I quit that to do real estate full-time. And I was really on the fast track in the government to be super high in the government. But I quit that because I knew that wasn't what I wanted to do with my entire life. I knew I wanted more. I knew I wanted to be more and see more and do more. And again, guys, please hear me. I'm not knocking a nine to five because a lot of my buddies have nine to fives. Um, a lot of people that I really care about have nine to five. So it's not that I'm knocking it. It's more of just for me personally, Chris Perry, a nine to five wasn't going to work for me. So I knew I wanted something different. And so it all starts with just going after making that decision that I'm going to step out there and go after more in life. Now, does that mean that going after more in life means quitting your job and starting a business and doing that full time? 
Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. But all that means is whatever goals and dreams that you guys have in on the inside of you that's burning inside of you, and you guys know what that is. I can't tell you what that is. No one can tell you what that is. But I think everybody has goals and desires and dreams that are like burning and pressing on the inside of them. But most people, the difference between the great people and the people that are just good, I won't even say average, but just the good people is that the great ones go after what they want. And even though they may fail at it, they still go after it and they keep going after it. So here's the thing. With me, I knew that I can live with failure. I could live and I can come to the end of my life and I could be happy with saying that, hey, I at least went for it. Even if I jumped out there and I failed and miserably and I was ashamed, embarrassment set in, all of that to where, man, you quit a really good job and now you're flat broke. See, I can live with that. At least I tried. At least I went after it. At least I lived. You know, the average person won't even try, which I don't understand because here's the thing, guys. You get one life. You get one. You don't get a do-over at this. You get one life. So why not go after whatever it is that you want in life? Why not go after that wholeheartedly? So at least you could say, hey, I went after it. I may have failed, but at least I went after it. And that's the way that I live my life. And anybody that listens to me and anybody that chooses to pick up this podcast and listen to it or follow me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatever, that's all I want you to know, guys, is that, you number one, you can do it because I'm not any smarter than you guys. Trust me, I'm not any smarter than you guys. I just work harder than the average person. And I refuse to give up no matter how many times I may feel like quitting, no matter, no matter how many times I may lose or people would say I would lose. I refuse to give up. You can't beat a man that refuses to give up. And that's what it is. And this is, I guess, maybe more so like a motivational podcast, this one, whereas typically I'm giving you guys like actionable steps and things like that. But that was really put on my heart to give to you guys to just know that whatever it is that you want in life go after it go after more in life and you can absolutely get it you're good enough you're smart enough you can do it it doesn't matter if you know where the resources are right now when i quit the government i didn't have so i quit a nine to five that i knew how much money i was making every two weeks to now if i don't sell i don't make any money so I'm in a, a 100% commission field. But I love that, though, because I love being able to eat what I kill. And so all that to say, guys, I know this is more of a motivational and typically you guys expect like actionable steps from me. But this is just a motivational episode just to say, go after what you want in life, guys. You don't want to get to the end of your life and say, man, I wish I would have. Man, I wish I could have. No one wants to live that way. And from what I've heard and read and people closest to death, that's typically what they regret the most is that, man, I wish I, I wish I would have gone after or I wish I would have done. Guys, don't get to the end of your life and wish that you would have. So this is Chris Perry. Follow me on Instagram at Chris Perry Real Estate. Um, subscribe to the podcast. Share it, guys, so that more and more people can know Number one, they can 
realize the inner powerhouse within them. And then number two, share this one because that way people will know that whatever it is in life that you want to go after, you can get. You just got to put the work in. So I'm signing out. Chris Perry, appreciate you you powerhouses. And, and as I always say, I appreciate all the support. I appreciate the feedback, whether good or bad, that you guys give. It means the world to me that you guys would take your time out to actually listen to me speak. I don't take that lightly. I don't take it for granted. I appreciate you guys. And I'm going to be more consistent with it. Business has just been really, really busy, but I'm going to be back with the podcast on a consistent basis. I appreciate you guys listening. Till next time, go kill it, powerhouses.